Hello, and you're listening to the Coffee Books and Movies podcast. I'm your host, Scott. Hope all of you are having a wonderful Saturday. We got a lot to talk about today here. Uh, So if you're new here, this is where I talk about different books, TV shows, uh, movies that I go see, and I talk about it with you guys, let you know what I like, what I don't like, I review it, and we kind of go from there. So uh, today we're going to be talking about a couple of things. One, I'm going to finish soon a wonderful book. Uh, It is called Spare. Uh, It is by Prince Harry, so that is his biography. Uh, very good, very interesting, but I'm not quite there yet, so that will be probably coming up really soon. Um, I also wanted to mention, shout out to College Football, which is back today. Today is the official first day in the United States where there is college football again. Uh, today there are a couple big games, but the biggest one will probably be Notre Dame versus Navy, which is taking place in Dublin, Ireland today. So that's also another cool thing if you like sports. And last but not least, we're going to talk today about uh, this new Netflix series that I watched. Uh, It is also a light novel and manga. Uh, It is called My Happy Marriage. And uh, it is a lovely story, which we're going to kind of go over. Needless to say, there's going to be some plot spoilers. There's been about eight episodes released. They're still releasing them, and it is only available on Netflix. Uh, It came out this year. So it's quite exciting. Um, I think it started actually as an online webcomic and moved into this realm. So that's pretty cool. I think there's also a live action movie. Um, It's a fantastic story. And I'm going to give you guys a really good synopsis now from the Wikipedia page because I unfortunately can't do it justice. In an alternative version of 19th century uh, during the Meiji Restoration era, there are spirits and magic which are real but are in decline. Mio Samori, born without supernatural talent, is forced into an existence of servitude by her abusive stepmother. When Mio finally comes of marriageable age through her hopes of being whisked away to a better life crumble after she discovers her fiancé's identity. Her fiancé's identity is Hyoka Kudo, a commander apparently so cold and cruel that his previous would-be brides all fled within three days of their engagement. With no home to return to, Mio resigns herself to her fate and soon finds that her pale and handsome husband-to-be is anything but the monster that she expected. As they slowly open their hearts to each other, both realize the other may be their chance at finding true love and happiness. Okay, so that is the basic synopsis of the story. We're going to talk about it because I'm eight episodes into it right now. I believe they are going to be releasing some more. So I haven't seen the story all the way through, but this is just my opinion. It's a love story anime, you know, romance, uh, suspense. There is action involved. Uh, There's a supernatural element to it as well. Um, And so what I felt like during this whole thing of watching this on Netflix is that I couldn't get enough of it. And the reason being is, is that it's very good well-drawn art style that made me feel as if I was in, you know, Japan in the early, you know, 1900s during the Meiji era. Um, There are some conflicting things, so I didn't know it was the Meiji era. Like, for instance, there's automobiles that are driving around, which I don't know how accessible automobiles would be in Japan in the, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s, you know, 20th century. I mean, we knew cars did come about, but, you know, I didn't know if they were there yet or not. And so, anyway, uh, that's just a minor little thing I just wanted to point out. 
so I didn't really know what time period this was taking place, as there's not really any mention of the Emperor um, throughout all this. Um, eventually, I think in Episode 8, they do talk to somebody who is an Emperor, but it is not Emperor Meiji, and it is not any of the Emperors that Japan actually was ruled under. Okay, so... Uh, Besides the art style, besides the historical, maybe kind of questionable things they got going on, what did I like about the story? Well, I felt like the characters had really good chemistry, specifically the chemistry between uh, Mio and her husband-to-be, her fiancé. Um, you know, the main characters, I felt like, were very, very intelligent and well-spoken. Um, you know, Mio obviously came from an abusive household, which they really lay into this. Like, it's actually really dark uh, how abusive they are towards her. And uh, throughout the show, you kind of given glimpses of her life. You know, like, where it starts is, like, her mom, you know, gives birth to her. And, you know, she wants to raise her. But then eventually she dies of some mysterious illness. Um, and then, you know, her father remarries. And then when her, when her father remarries, you know, he meets a woman who wants to have her own child, which is, you know, fine. But then they start putting that child first, and they both agree that Mio is second-rate compared to their daughter. So, uh, you know, like, they treat her basically as a slave for most of her life, unfortunately, and we're kind of given very much dark access to this, you know, what her life was like, why she's so not well-spoken, why she's so, you know, quiet and shy, and what it's like. And, you know, I feel bad for this, you know, character. I have empathy for her. Um, and I think that's what they wanted you to think throughout the show. Um, in episode eight, we get a, a fantastic battle that takes place. Um, in seven, uh, I believe it would be, you know, she is kidnapped uh, by her former family, you know, her stepmother and her, you know, stepsister, where she's brutally beaten, or, excuse me, where she's brutally beaten. And she's beaten because they want her to take back her marriage to this, uh, her fiancé. And they want this so that her stepsister can now remarry. Uh, but this didn't happen. She did not, she refused to give up. And uh, her fiancé-to-be comes and rescues her. Um, it was a very uplifting moment when he did save her. But you could feel the rage, the burning passion he had for wanting to hurt you know, these people who hurt her. So anyway... Really good job, well-written story. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. The supernatural element was only just beginning. Um, I think they're going to definitely expand on that more. I think that we're going to find soon that Mio has hidden powers or has some version of, you know, like it's, it's sort of hinted at throughout the show that like she doesn't or she's not aware of her powers, like she doesn't know, but they're definitely stronger than the average person's. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing all of that uh, develop throughout the series. I hope it continues for a while. Um, I love the fact that Netflix is expanding more into these markets where they're promoting shows only on Netflix uh, because there's a lot of good stories out there that I think aren't getting the chance, you know, in the, you know, anime department. And having another resource, Netflix, is a good way to produce those shows, you know. Um, that's how I came across a lot of good shows. And, uh, yeah, I hope it continues. Anyway, we'll see where the themes go with the story. And uh, just wanted to tell you a little bit about that today. Um, so, like I said, if you like today's episode, be sure to share with a friend. 
Um, it is a very good series. I can't recommend it enough. I give it a five out of five. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And remember that if you're on Spotify, I do have a question and answer survey that I can post. You know, I just want to know what you guys thought of this episode. And I appreciate all of you consistent learners out there, learners and listeners. And, you know, thanks for listening to my podcast. Um, Yeah, that's it.